Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. Sports Weekly here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. It's been busy. <laughs> it's been Hey, we haven't been here in a while. Right? I know, I know. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, I know, when, it's when nice you, to be here. When your show falls on a Monday night and you have Christmas and New Year's Day yeah. on a Monday night, you yep. uh, you tend to take those two nights off. So uh, <laughs> And not feel bad about it either. No, we haven't had a show in three weeks. So we've uh, there's been a lot that's happened in the world of sports, and uh, we've got a lot to catch up on. Today's show brought to you by Kia of Everett, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, Glass by Lund, and by Marysville Toyota. Who do we have on the show tonight? Well, one of the interviews we did uh, has been sitting in the can for a couple of weeks now, and this is one I was pretty excited about. Unfortunately, I didn't have a place to play it right away because we had that time off. But yeah. uh, during the holiday break, I, I'm trying to think of the date off the top of my head. It was like December 21st. Whatever it was, uh, Corey Kispert came back to town. I've heard of him. You, ha- you probably have heard of him. Probably the greatest basketball player ever to come out of Snohomish County even though he didn't play at a Snohomish County High School. Right. Kings High School alum, for those that don't remember, went to Gonzaga where he led Gonzaga to a national championship game, multiple Final Fours, was an All-American, was a first-round draft choice by the Washington Wizards where he still plays. Corey Kispert came to town. Uh, his Washington Wizards basketball team was making their one-time stop a year in Portland to play the Trailblazers, and they had a day off the day before. So the folks over at Kings decided it was time to retire his jersey and honor him before one of their basketball games. So nice. he flew up, uh, did the uh, the ceremony, stayed and watched the basketball game. And by the way, I'm going to give a huge shout-out to Kings High School. And my buddy Ben Wilson, who I worked with back in my days with the Seattle Supersonics, uh, top-notch. And I'm not surprised. He works, does marketing there for them and whatnot now. And the the lights were dimmed. They had chairs all over on the floor. They invited a whole bunch of people back who had – you know, been part of the program back when Corey was there. They also made it not only about Corey that night, but at halftime of their other game, uh, of, of the main varsity game, they also honored the uh, the two back-to-back state championship teams that he yeah. played on. So his teammates were out there with him and, and just made it a really special evening, and it was quite the spectacle. And so afterwards, after the ceremony before the varsity game, I had a chance to catch up with Corey for a few minutes and just talk to him about what the moment meant and what it meant for him and you know, memories of playing in the area and everything else. So we uh, we had a chance to talk for four or five minutes, and we've got that interview that we're going to play here in just a moment. Okay. So Corey Kispert is coming up. We'll talk a little more basketball as the show goes on. I was at the Shorecrest Meadowdale Varsity Boys basketball game on Friday night this week, just a few days ago, and had a chance to catch up with Eddie George, the coach of the Shorecrest Scots. They're tough again this year. Who knew, right? Yeah, who knew? Shorecrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some players. Yeah, uh, they're having a nice season. Also, Roger O'Neill, the uh, head coach at Meadowdale. Meadowdale lost the game the other night, but it's a Meadowdale team that's really kind of struggled the last few years. And I think five and seven right now, and, and they've had some very close losses too. And Roger's got them playing really well. He's an alum of the school. I know it means a lot to him. So I had a chance to catch up with Roger after the game too and just kind of talk about things and how – how they're going there, and we got a, a kind of a fun moment. If you're listening in on the interview, there was a a, a ceremony at their game too to honor a player from 50 years ago. Uh, we talked about that a little bit too, so a little bit of a spoiler there, or a little bit of a tease, if you will. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll talk about his team, but also about the team from 1974 and one of the players. Uh, we are then going to shift our attention to talk a little more football. We're not done with football what? yet. <laughs> I know, right? And and we did this last year too. Uh, 
cool event coming up a week from today. So a week from today is Martin Luther King Day, so keep that in mind. A lot of you may not be working. The Cleats versus Cancer game, or mm-hmm. games, I should say, are going to be taking place over at Pop Keeney. Uh, that's the stadium over in Bothell. Great stadium to watch a football game or games. Uh, these are uh, the, the senior all-star games from around the area, mostly around the state, but in particular Western Washington. Uh, games that were started up by Derek Sparks, a former Washington State University football player back in the day who then coached at what, PLU and a few other places. We, we had Derek on the show back when he first started these games, and he was promoting them. His, if you'll recall, his daughter at the time had been diagnosed with cancer. He wanted to do something that brought football and cancer together and brought awareness to it, so he started these all-state football games up. Well, then uh, a couple years later, Derek became sick and eventually passed away to cancer. His wife, Jessica, is is continuing these games. So we're going to talk to Jessica about these two games that are going to be taking place over at Pop Keeney Stadium a week from tonight. Mm -hmm. So Jessica is going to be on the show. That's uh, Jessica Sparks. And then we're going to talk to some of the members of one of the football teams that's going to be playing there at noon. Coach Rob Petchel, who we've had on the show before, head football coach at Shorewood High School. He's got... Well, he's got multiple Wesco players on his team, but four in particular joined us for the interview, so we'll talk to them as well. We're going to hear from Rob's son, Reed Petchel, really good football player at Shorewood himself. Also a couple of uh, quarterbacks from up in this neck of the woods who we've watched over the last couple of years, Blake Springer from Monroe, Luke Shoemaker from Marysville-Pilchuck, and then also Jake Reed, who is a lineman for Glacier Peak, and we're going to talk to them about their participation in this game, what it means to them, what they are hoping to accomplish by playing in this game, and again, if anybody's looking for a fun time next Monday, if you've got the day off for Martin Luther King Day, noon football game and a 4 o'clock game, back-to-back. Wesco players in both games, not just Wesco, but players from around the entire right. area, entire right. region, all seniors, all getting ready to graduate. A lot of college football coaches are going to be there to uh, scout. And uh, also, they're like I said, they're trying to raise money for uh, for cancer awareness and to, to give back to folks who are, are battling cancer right now. So it's for a great cause, too. Food trucks, everything else will be there. And so, again, we're going to talk to both Jessica Sparks and those football players and coach. Today's show brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, Judd Black Appliance, Chevrolet of Everett, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. And joining us right now on the radio show for the first time in a few years, Corey Kispert, Kings High School legend. He's been uh, all over the place since then, Gonzaga University, All-American, plays for the Washington Wizards now. And tonight... His jersey is being retired at King's School. Corey, what does this mean to you to be able to come back here to where you grew up, to where you learned to play basketball, and to have them honor you the way they are tonight? Yeah, it's overwhelming, man. Um, the amount of support and people from long, long ago that still keep track, still follow, um, and still support me is is overwhelming. Um, I'm thankful to know a lot of people that still work here, still work in this gym, and even the coach on the other side tonight. So um, the support means everything. And the people here mean a lot to me, um, no matter if I knew them and got to know them when I was in second grade or in college. I mean, everybody's here. 3,000 miles away these days. I know you keep a busy schedule. Are you still able to keep in touch with a lot of these folks during the season? Do you occasionally check in on the Knights and find out how they're doing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of, I mean, I, my former teammate is the coach of the Knights, so I'm always checking in, always kind of keeping tabs on what's going on. And um, you're right, being 3,000 miles away is difficult to do, difficult to, to keep up, but I'm doing my best, and um, I'm, I'm excited to be here and watch them play in person. 
person. The last time I interviewed you, you were a senior in high school here coming off the court. Here we are five or six years later now, and you've been through so much and you've grown so much. How are you different now than maybe the person we would have talked to back in 2017, 2018? Oh, man, I'm a completely different person. Um, I've learned a lot both on the court and off. I've gotten a chance to grow up, um, become a man, get married, I mean, everything in between. So um, to hear that I was – to hear the impression that I left on a lot of people as a high schooler here was a good one and a positive one. It makes me really um, excited and happy for the growth that I've, you know, done as a man. The cool thing about tonight, too, is at halftime they're honoring the state championship teams, and those teams went through so much together. I mean, the hardships, too, the, the losses at the state tournament, the bus accident, of course, and everything else. And for you guys to finally get to the top of that mountain peak together, and now you guys are coming back together tonight, what does that mean to you? I mean, when you're a high school kid, winning a state championship means everything. And, um, you know, we had a long streak. Our coach had a long streak of losing in the title game up until that point. And uh, to be able to, like you said, get to the mountaintop, win the game, and celebrate with all of us, you know, including him, is super special, obviously. And then, you know, to have everybody back and remember that together, um, you know, in a time where that's, you know, winning the state championship was all we really cared about uh, is, is really, really cool. And I'm excited uh, for halftime and I'm excited to celebrate. Now, Joe Stack, the head coach here, was one of your former teammates back in the day. How vital was he in putting this whole thing together tonight? Oh, he's pivotal. I mean, him and the athletic director, David Gehrig, were doing all the legwork. Um, they were gracious enough to let me focus on my career and focus on playing games um, while they kind of put all of this together and it got to the point where I just had to show up and smile and, and everything was taken care of so um, they did an amazing job it's bigger and better than I could have ever imagined and um, now I'm just excited to kind of sit back and watch the sport I love and um, catch up with friends and family. Favorite memory or two from your time at Kings? Definitely winning a state title um, or two. Definitely winning a state titles um, that's kind of what I remember when I come back in here those those uh, uh, those feelings. Now, I did want to ask you also the, the fact that you had to go to Coach Unseld and say, hey, I know we're on the road. I know we're in the middle of the season. Can I go to my old alma mater, even though there's no basketball team within a couple hundred miles, and, and do this on a night in late December? Yeah. What is that conversation like, and how easy was that? I mean, it, it, it was a conversation that um, I knew I had to get in front of and, and give him a lot of advanced time on it. So we talked about it you know, during training camp and um, – you know, he was, I mean, it, the conversation went really, really well. He was super gracious. The answer was immediately yes. And um, being able to be close enough to Portland where I could, you know, get down there for our game tomorrow night made it really, really easy. Um, and I'm really grateful that a lot of people from the Wizards are here tonight, too. And people that have poured into me as a professional um, get to see where I grew up and learn the game. So um, it's special on all fronts. And shout out to Coach Unsell for, make, for giving the green light. Well, Corey, I'm going to let you go here. I know a lot of people waiting to talk to you, not only from a King standpoint, but a Obviously, we're a Snohomish County radio station, and to have you be one of us and to see your successes along the way from Gonzaga all the way up to the Wizards, congratulations on everything. Enjoy every moment of this tonight, and uh, best wishes to you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the time. We're Judd and Black. For over 80 years, we've been your locally owned and family-operated appliance store. Shopping here is just different. You see, it starts with our appliance experts who are experienced in jobs of all sizes. So if you're remodeling your kitchen and looking for luxury or shopping for an entire apartment building and need durability, our team is trained to find the appliances you need at competitive prices. Judd and Black. 
your hometown appliance store, online at judblack.com. Are you in the market for a new or used car? Concerned that your credit challenges could be an issue with financing? Here at Chevrolet of Everett, we have credit solutions for you. With over 40 years in the Puget Sound area and part of the Harnish Auto family, we have strong relationships with local lenders and can help you navigate your credit challenges. Visit us at ChevroletOfEverett.com. That's ChevroletOfEverett.com and get started on finding your new car today. Chevrolet of Everett a better experience. At Move Fitness, our gyms are designed to keep you moving. From our energetic and fun classes to our motivated trainers and our state-of-the-art equipment. Don't miss our massive cardio floor with every possible option and no waiting. There's a reason we've been voted best gym year after year, but our top priority as we come to work every day is you. Giving you the cleanest facilities, the most dedicated team in fitness, and the best overall gym experience. So isn't it time to join the movement? To learn more and to get a free 7-day trial, go to movefitness.com. That's muvfitness.com. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, SmokyPointConcrete.com. Shortcrest Scott's boys basketball team picking up a victory on Friday night over at Meadowdale High School, improving their league record to 5-1 on the season, 7-4 overall. Joining us right now, the head coach, Eddie George. And coach, i got to tell you, uh, your team was resilient tonight. We just watched the game. You guys would get big leads. Meadowdale would come back. You'd pull away again. Uh, you've won seven of your last nine games. I guess just overall, give us a quick assessment. How's the season been for you? You know, it's been tough, uh, to be honest. Uh, we got a lot of new guys, uh, some young guys, um, a lot of injuries. You know, a couple of our players are really banged up. We had some guys that just got back from having pneumonia. So it's 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 been a grind the last four games or so. Not exactly ideal for you, but when you think about it and you start to look back, 5-1 and one with all the injuries and the illness you just mentioned, I guess, I mean, you never want to have to sacrifice guys taking some time off to get other guys playing time, but if you are going to work those guys in and you're still picking up the W, not a bad thing for you, right? I've got to think that helps you in the long term. Absolutely. Next man up. Mm-hmm. You know, we all work the same. We practice every day. Um, even with some of the new guys, this is great experience, so hopefully 
down the road when we're in the playoffs that this time now will help them later on in the season. Kind of crazy. I was looking at your uh, your schedule just now. You guys are 6-2 and two in games decided by six points or less. Mm-hmm. Coming into the game against Meadowdale, you had three consecutive games that were decided by three points or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, not exactly the way that coaches like to draw it up, right? I give you a little heart attack there in the final two minutes of games. You guys are definitely getting battle-tested down the stretch of these games. Absolutely. That Once again, we're young, and you know I try to tell my guys, when we're up, run your sets, be calm, and embrace the pressure. But we're, we're going to get there. You know, um, It's some nail-biters, like you said, three points or less the last few games. I'll take a W anytime, though. Kagarabi, 27 points tonight. Talk a little bit about him, only a junior. This kid's incredible this year. Um, he worked his tail off this summer. He's been with me for the last three years, and uh, I told him, Parker's gone, Keon's gone. It's your time to shine, and he's definitely taking on the challenge. I'm so proud of him. Guys like Parker and Keon, who you just mentioned, leaving the program, how valuable were they to some of these guys and their maturation and what they're now going through as they step into those leadership roles? You know, the thing for both of those guys is they were great leaders. And what they did was they helped the younger guys like Derek and Junior and Fisher. They taught them how to lead a team and how to be that captain. And I think if they weren't here, we'd be in big trouble this year for sure. Okay, so we talked about Junior Kagarabi a little bit. Talk a little bit about some of your other players that are coming in and, and making contributions on a nightly basis right now and what they mean to the team. Sure. We got Alex Lowe, um, really good shooter. We got Derek, uh, the, the big fella. He's been playing really well. Our young fella, Jack, um, you know, he's 6'9", 14 years old. <laughs> so just a big kid. But, you know, all in all, Every time we win or lose, it's always a team effort. We continue to battle, and we're just going to improve. We're going to get better as the season progresses. Tell me about your coaching staff a little bit. We do this with you every year. We talk to you. We always like to give those guys a shout-out. Mm-hmm. Who are you, you having on the bench with you right now? I got the same guys I've had. So I got uh, Vic uh, Utello. I got um, uh, Marquez Decato and Coach Pete Tukowski. Uh They've been with me since I've been here. I took over the program um, six years now. And, um, you know, they're the best. They're always around, you know, if, if um, they think uh, just like I do. So it's easy when we're in games. They can they can say, hey, Coach George, they're in this. They're doing that. Let's run this. Let's run that. And uh, I, like I said, I can't thank them enough. Quick thoughts on Wesco right now. Again, you guys are 5-1 and one in league play. You play Snohomish coming up on Tuesday. Snohomish almost beat Mount Lake Terrace tonight. In fact, they were up by 7 late third quarter, and they lost by 10. I know. So on any given night, it feels like some of these teams that are even in the lower echelon of the standings can come up and, and get guys. So you almost have to be I – mean, you saw it the other night with Linwood in the game you guys had. So not really a night off in Wesco this year. Oh, it's crazy this year. You know, matter of fact, Roger and I were just talking about that today. Like, it's any given day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like football. Um, you never know who's going to come out. You better come to play every single night. I don't care if they're, you know, if they've won zero games or one game or two games. You can't take anybody lightly in the West Coast this year. It's going to be an interesting season. Absolutely. You mentioned some guys injured. We're going to get some guys back then. And is Shortcrest going to look different over the next couple of weeks? Absolutely. Uh, Junior's hurt. Uh, you couldn't tell tonight. Uh, Devin's got a, a hurt thumb. Uh, Fisher, um, he's out. He's got a uh, ankle, so he's probably another seven to ten days out so once those guys get healthy uh robel just got off like a pneumonia so once these guys can actually get in the gym you know the next week or so two weeks and have full practices i think you'll see a big difference in our team well, and not a, uh, not anything to sneeze about either on Friday night. Again, a 69-63 win over a good Meadowdale team, mm-hmm. much improved Meadowdale team. Mm-hmm. Eddie George from Shorecrest, always appreciate your time. Best wishes moving forward. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. 
We go from one Wesco 3A boys coach to another. Joining us right now, Roger O'Neill, the head coach for the Meadowdale Mavericks, 5-7 and seven on the year. A Meadowdale team that really has found it hard to get wins over the last few years. And obviously, Roger, you always want to have a winning record. But where this team was in the last year, two, three years to where it is now, it feels like you guys have kind of turned a corner. I know, obviously, we're talking to you right after a loss to Shorecrest here on a Friday night. But how are you feeling about the season in general terms right now overall for the Mavericks? Yeah, uh, super positive right now with this group. Uh, love this team. They're uh, they're very coachable, hardworking group. And yeah, tonight, uh, you know, we left an opportunity out on the table, but um, proud of the way we battled. I think Shorecrest just hats off to them. They made more plays than us down the stretch, and they hit a couple of tough shots, and and we didn't. And so, uh, learning opportunity for us. We got a ton of. Uh, competitive Wesco games coming up these next couple weeks, and uh, we're hoping to be able to get in the tournament and be playing our best ball at that point. I do want to ask you about some of those games coming up, but I want to take a step back here for a moment. I think one of the things that was really eye-popping for, for myself and probably for other people around the area too, one of your first games of the year, you guys almost knocked Jackson off. And again, I think we came into the season wondering who is Meadowdale. They're a young team. Jackson's always a top-tier 4A team. You, you kind of opened some eyes there, and it just feels like all along the season, even when you're losing, you're losing some close battles from time to time. Uh, are you seeing these kids kind of mature week after week, and do you feel like they're the message that you're trying to convey to them and you're, you and the assistant coaches is getting through and that you're seeing the progress right now? Yeah, absolutely. That was, uh, that was really good to see early in the year. Uh, like you mentioned, you know, we've had um, – some tough uh, couple seasons here, you know, coming out of the uh, the ten game pan pandemic season that we had, and and so it's kind of like trying to reset that culture a little bit, and and almost knocking Jackson off is a, a huge way to start the year and get them to believe in each other, which uh, they're all good basketball players, but sometimes you kind of got to see it, you know, before you truly believe it, and uh, so that wasn't surprising to me. Um, and so, you know, that's who I think we can be. We can beat good teams. Uh, you know, almost got Jackson. And then, again, we go up to Arlington a little later. And, mm -hmm. and you know, we have a lead with two minutes left and uh, don't quite close that one out. So um, these games, you know, hurt when you don't pull them out. But also, if we're learning lessons from them and getting better, you know, you're hoping that this team just keeps getting better and better and believing. And uh, you go get that big one when it really matters uh, at the end of the year and hopefully in the district tournament. Let's take a look at the Meadowdale starting five. Kind of go through your starting five right now. Give us a couple sentences on each player. Yeah, absolutely. And and we really, you know, you asked for five. We got we got ten guys I really believe in and we've uh, we'll take ten if you want to give us ten. No, okay. We don't got I know you gotta gotta get to your sponsors here at some point. Um, but we've mixed up the starting lineup a little bit. We believe in all our guys, but right now a guy that's new to the starting lineup the last couple of games, Nat Nail uh, Gourmet, he's been playing absolutely lights out. He's been making plays on offense and defense, uh, super active uh, on both ends of the court, and uh, so he's been awesome. Awesome. Really gives us a spark. Tate Lynch, I think one of the best shooters in Wesco, if not the best shooter in Wesco, and um, he's had a monster senior year so far. Um, obviously, Jamin Wright's been doing this for us for a long time, and he's a stat stuffer. I think he has seven or eight double doubles already on the year. You know, he's going to be able to score at three levels and uh, and rebound the ball really well. Khalil Botley is fresh to the starting lineup as well. He's a sophomore, and uh, he really gives us a presence inside. He finishes really well uh, at the rim, and he's just getting better every 
day. And then uh, David Jansen really anchors us defensively at the rim. He does an outstanding job for us. Uh, but between Avery and Noah and Nolan and Jordan and Peyton off the bench as well, like we got we got guys that we believe in. And it's kind of fun night in, night out, trying to see the five that work best together for that matchup. Nice blend, too. You got different types of players, but you also have uh, a nice blend of sophomores, juniors, and seniors on this team. Yeah, it is nice. You know, sometimes it's cool to have nine seniors on the team and, you know, a great group that comes up through. And, and this class was pretty deep as well, but we're down to four at this point, and we, we love these guys. Uh, but, yeah, it's nice to make sure that we also have sophomores and juniors getting this experience and being dependent on, and they'll be that much more ready uh, as they keep developing. Hey, before I forget, I did want to ask you, one of the, uh, the cool points of the night tonight, and we've, we've talked to you about this before on Prep Sports Weekly. I know you're kind of a historian of Meadowdale sports and Meadowdale basketball. You're an alum here. Uh, you guys had a very special guest in the building tonight, Gary Morgan, class of, I believe, 1974, 50 years ago. Uh, he did something pretty remarkable, and you guys honored that here at the game on Friday night. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, we take pride in our tradition and our history here, and, um, you know, so once in a while, I'll kind of get reminded of, like, a milestone coming up, and 50 is a pretty remarkable one. So, yeah, Gary's been a supporter of the program. He comes to our golf tournament every year and all that, and, in fact, this fall, we were out there on the course at our tournament, and I was like, what, what year was that that you scored 30? And he said 74. I did some quick math. I said, well, we better uh, get something going for you this year. So it was great to have him here and to be honored, and the crowd did a great job of honoring him him as well and uh, he seemed really excited about it and so just uh, fun stuff to try to connect uh, our alumni and our and our past to the current program I think is important. Well we should mention what you honored him for was scoring 38 points in a game which to this day is still a I was going to say Mavericks high, but really it was Chiefs back in the day. So a Meadowdale high that still stands to this day. And you think about it, no shot clock, no three-point line back in those days. Absolutely. Um, you know, and if I can just have a little fun here, you know, I always tell Coach McGuire, you know, my assistant coach who was my coach when I played here, you know, maybe I could have had a chance there if we had the shot clock <laughs> or if we played a little more up-tempo. I'm kidding. Um, well, what, I'm kidding. What was your career high? Uh, you know what, I don't even remember. But I do know Connor Hamlet, uh, who's a year younger than me, played in the NFL, is a heck of an athlete. He had 36 a couple of times his senior year. So, uh, in fact, he thought he had the record before we found the Gary Morgan box score. So I know he's pretty upset uh, <laughs> that we wouldn't be honoring him, what, 40 years from now. So Well, very cool that you were able to honor Gary Morgan at that game and, uh, and to see him out there on the floor and you taking the time at the end of the first quarter to go honor him, too. It's kind of a, a nice moment there. And, again, we don't get a chance to see that very often sometimes and a lot these players have moved on and the fact that he's still around very cool so I you mentioned coach McGuire a minute ago mention the rest of your assistants too we do want to get those guys out there yeah super lucky to have coach McGuire still still with me uh wealth and knowledge but uh our JV team is rolling right now I think they're 11 and 1 and coach uh Tim Sellerite uh Bellingham alum and he played uh, college ball as well is doing an awesome job along with his assistant uh Tyler Smith um they really got that group rolling it's fun to see um sharing the basketball playing up tempo it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and then Spencer Linton, also a Meadowdale alum, coaches our freshman team. And I think they're 9-3, and three, something like that. And they're really getting better day in and day out. He has a deep group of 12 kids. And I've seen, you know, from the guys towards the top of the rotation to all the way at the bottom, they're getting better every day. And that's really what you want to see, especially out of your freshman group. Mm -hmm. I did want to ask about a, a fun game that's coming up. We're airing this on Monday, so I'll say tomorrow night. It's a Tuesday game. And for those that don't know, you're, again, Meadowdale alum. You've taught in the building here at Meadowdale for quite some time. You got moved by the district over to Mellie Terrace High School this year, and you just happened to be playing 
at Mill Lake Terrace on Tuesday night. A little different experience for you. You're, uh, you're actually in the enemy territory on a daily basis. Your classroom is right down the, uh, the stairs there from the Terraceum, the gym over there at Mill Lake Terrace High School. What kind of a, a experience are you expecting on Tuesday night? How surreal is that going to be for you? Because you've certainly coached against Mill Lake Terrace in the past, but not quite in this capacity. Yeah, I mean, first of all, obviously, you know, moving uh, this year away from Meadowdale isn't ideal. I can say that. Pretty, <laughs> but the people over there at Malik Terrace have been great to me, uh, including Coach Sood, and he was welcoming, and all the staff. And so, um, you know, I take pride in the teaching job, and and uh, and the kids over there are great as well. Uh, but yeah, it is a little interesting. It is a little uh, strange coming up here on Tuesday night. But to be honest with me, with you, uh, that's the last thing on my mind. We have our work cut out for us. You know, Matt Lake Terrace is one of the best teams in the state, um, and so it's going to be only thing on my mind is uh, us going and competing and and uh, trying to come out of there with with a huge what would be a huge win. And so um, this is a great measuring stick game, right? Um, in terms of you talked about us competing with Jackson earlier and Arlington, and this is another step up from that um, in terms of the way Mount Lake Terrace is playing uh, right now. They're obviously unbeaten in league, and so um, they've got all their dudes back pretty much from last year's team that made a deep run at the state tournament. So uh, we're looking forward to that challenge, and we're embracing that challenge, and I look forward to seeing us compete um, Tuesday night just in a place that I happen to go to every day now. <laughs> well, he won't have to go too far to get to the gym that day if he so chooses. I'm guessing he might drive away after the school days over and then come back. But uh, nonetheless, Roger O'Neill, a very improved Meadowdale team, a fun team to watch, certainly. Had their moments tonight and uh, certainly a few uh, shots that if they just go just a little differently over the last few games, you guys might be looking at a team that could even be like 8-3 and three right now. So uh, looking forward to seeing what Meadowdale can do down the stretch. Thank you for your time as always. All right. Thanks, Steve. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little, and use that money you saved to do other things. KRKO. 
Are you tired of long hospital stays and slow recoveries? Everett Bone and Joint, part of ProLiance Surgeons, offers a better way. Our state-of-the-art ambulatory surgery center provides faster healing times and better outcomes with a personalized approach to care and the latest technology at our disposal. We can get you in and out of surgery quickly and safely. Don't let the surgery slow you down. Visit us online at ebjproliancesurgeons.com to learn more about our ambulatory surgery center and schedule a consultation today. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. Welcome back to Prep Sports Weekly on a Monday night. It is early January, which means once again, it is time for the Cleats versus Cancer football game coming up. An all-star game that is taking place, actually two all-star games at Pop Keeney Stadium on Monday, January 15th. That's a week from today. And we are going to have some of our local players playing in this game. It's a great game, a great chance for them to showcase their skills. A lot of entertainment going on for uh, folks that want to get out and do something and watch a football game, but also a game that has a lot more meaning than that. Joining me right now, the director of the game, Jessica Sparks. And Jessica, if you can kind of remind our listening audience of the origins of this game. Your, your late husband, Derek, has been on our radio show in the past. We had him promoting the game in years past. We had you on here last year. Can you just kind of remind our audience of what exactly is taking place and how this game came about? Yes. So, Derek, I started the game five years ago. Um, it was after our middle daughter, Zaylee, was diagnosed with leukemia. Um, one of his missions was to support Zaylee in a, whatever way he could. So he merged two things he loved, which was football and his family, um, and came up with this game, which was to honor seniors only. Um, they would be selected by coaches, um, and they're really student-athletes. So um, coaches kind of came to us with kids that they highly recommended, that they felt um, served a great purpose in their community and were great students. And we created a game. So the game was intended to um, bring a whole bunch of kids together, um, raise awareness around cancer, but also let these kids play um, football one more time. Um, the other goal was for these kids to get seen by um, college coaches. So that's kind of where the game started. Now, we should mention, too, Derek Sparks, your, uh, your husband, former Washington State University player, a longtime coach in the area, both high school and collegiately. Uh, Derek then became sick, ultimately passed away to cancer. At that point, I think a lot of us were wondering, is this game going to continue and move forward? And here we are in 2024, still going on. Talk a little bit about how your role changed at that point. Okay, so um, Derek, when he um, was diagnosed in um – August, um, we talked a lot about, you know, like him getting better, but he was like, I need your help with the game because the game was going to happen in um, December of that year. Um, so I had to kind of figure out a lot of things really quickly because he did everything. <laughs> and um, so um, he promised me as he got more sick that we would continue this game. So um, he did pass away in November. That game was in December that year. So we did um, 
decide to continue the game. We have three daughters, so um, they really want to keep their dad's legacy alive. Um, we've got a ton of support from Derek's um, WSU family. All the coaches he's met in Washington over the years really stepped up and said, you know, we'll help you continue this game um, because it does take a village. It's a lot of work. Um, it's all volunteer-based. Um, so we have over 40 coaches that have really stepped up and helped me with, like, the football side of it. And then I have Angie and Tracy that help me with a lot of the logistics and administrative stuff. And now there's a cost that goes into this game, and really that's where the money comes from. It's not necessarily sponsor-oriented, so we do want to get people out to the game. Noon and 4 o'clock, two different games, Pop Keeney Stadium next Monday on January 15th. Talk a little bit about the cost of the game and what it will take to get people in and how important it is that we get people to the game. Okay, so yes, the game's at Pop Keeney. Um, we are having the two games. Um, it is a fun day. We'll have food trucks. Um, but really we want the support for our athletes. Um, these kids are coming from all over different schools playing together. They haven't met each other. So it's been, um, over the years, a really fun day for us. Um, but, yes, it is. there is costs involved to make the game happen. So um, we have asked, you know, that the kids sell some tickets, but we love um, support from the community to come watch the games um, and just be there to really rally around these kids and, and have a good day. And the, the hope is that you're going to raise enough to be able to provide money for families going through cancer, correct? Yeah, so last year we were able to provide four families um, uh, $2,000 each, and then we gave away four or $500 scholarships to our athletes. Um, so our goal every year is to give money away. Um, it will depend on just kind of money generated from ticket sales. And we're going to hear from one of those coaches, Rob Petchel, who we know from Wesco football up here at Shorewood High School and some of the Wesco players that are also going to be on this team. But can I give us a little bit of an oversight as to how these players are, and coaches for that matter are selected to take part in this game? So we open up basically the, um, we call it, like, I don't want to say a draft, but we open up nominations early in September and we it's it's of any coach can nominate a player um, obviously we want these players to be great student athletes um, highly recommended great human beings so they're they're nominated and then they have I think we opened it for two months we then come together with our selection committee a ton of our coaches and we choose the kids um, to be on the team so this year we had over 375 kids nominated um, we chose about 200 so um, the goal every year is just to continue to raise awareness and um, get more kids to be involved in the game. I think we have over 60 schools represented this year in the state of Washington. With 60 schools, as many football players as you have, I'm guessing a lot of college coaches will be present too. You've invited them to come watch the process? Yes. It's one of the biggest part um, of the game for me now is to help these student athletes get offers, get seen. Um, that was Derek's big mission um, when he was a uh, college co uh, coach for PLU was how can I help these kids get um, offers or get another coach to see them. So we will have um, college coaches there. We'll be able to post who was present after the game, after they sign in. But um, yeah, we had over 20 college coaches there last year, and we, we think it's going to be even bigger this year. So we're looking forward to it again. Noon and 4 o'clock next Monday, January 15th at Pop Keeney Stadium. Cleats versus cancer for a wonderful cause. And also, you'll get to watch some of not only the top Wesco football players, all seniors, but also some of the other players from around the state at this game. And to have it close to our backyard here, right outside of Snohomish County in Bothell. We're looking forward to it. Jessica Sparks, good to see you again this year, and uh, looking forward to seeing you next Monday. Okay, thank you.
So that's Jessica Sparks. She is the director of this game. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to hear from some of the local Wesco players that are participating in this game when we continue on Prep Sports Weekly right after this. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Alderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at David Buster's in Linwood and online at davidbusters.com. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks this january drive change with kia of everett join us in supporting harnish helps aiding youth in our community with every test drive partnering with cocoon house and coffee oasis we are tackling youth homelessness providing hope and essential services last year your support made a significant impact and now we are aiming higher visit kia of everett and drive a new beginning for our youth together let's steer towards hope and opportunity Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Be part of the change. Test drive today. KRKO. Dr. Timmerman here from Blue Dental Wellness, where smiles come to life. Say goodbye to dental blues and hello to Blue Dental. Our personalized dentistry approach is customized to your unique needs. We've got the friendliest staff, the latest tech, and a vibe that'll make you forget you're at the dentist. Don't go another day wishing you had a better smile. Make your appointment today. Visit us at bluedentalwellness.com. That's B-L-U-Dentalwellness.com. Blue Dental Wellness, we're here for your smile. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Welcome back to Prep Sports Weekly. As we just talked about before we went to the break, it's football season still, and we've got a high school football game coming up next week, a week from today, in fact, on Monday, January 15th. It's kind of a big deal. It's an all-star game, but it means so much more than that. It's the Cleats versus Cancer game, a chance to raise awareness for cancer, also a chance for fundraising, but also a chance for a lot of our local players, or local seniors anyway, to play in one more football game, an all-star state-caliber football game. And joining us right now, the head coach of one of the teams that will be participating next week, who's a Wesco coach and also four Wesco players. Let's have them introduce themselves. First of all, the head coach, would you please tell us who you are and what school you coach at? Sure, Rob Petchel from Shorewood High School. So the Shorewood High School, we've got Wesco 3A South represented, and then we've got four other players with us right now. So have you guys go right down the line. Your name, your position, and what school? Uh, I'm Luke Shoemaker. I play quarterback, and I go to Marysville Pilchuck. Uh, Blake Springer. I play quarterback, and I go to Monroe. 
Uh, Jake Reed, offensive line at Glacier Peak. Uh, Reed Petchel, linebacker at Shorewood High School. So, Coach, the last guy we just introduced, their same last name as you. Do, you. do you know this kid? Yes, I've coached him for three years now. So, great linebacker for us here at Shorewood. So and my son. Your son, Reed Petchel. Talk a little bit about that before I go any further. The fact that you guys get to go through this experience together, I've got to think it's been a really neat thing for you just throughout the course of the last three years to coach the same team and now get to coach him in an all-star game. One last chance to lace him up and to have a little fun here. That's got to be special for you. It is special. It's uh, It's been a great three years, and it is fun to have one last game one of the coaches in our team meeting today talked about we get to play football in January which nobody gets to do so it's exciting to have my son on the team and get to do it one more time well now talk a little bit about how you got involved in this game obviously coaches from around the state I'm sure would love to take part in this there's only so many many they can select you're getting to coach one of the four teams that's going to be playing at Popkini next week Uh, where did you get involved how did you get involved and uh, when did you know you were going to be coaching this team yeah, so I got involved It's probably a couple, four or five years ago when I was at Shorecrest High School, we started putting players into this game, and it was a big deal then, and they had one game, I believe, back at the time, and since it's uh, with the number of players, it's gone to two. Uh, me and a couple of assistants did it last year and volunteered to work with the North squad. And this year when it came open, I decided I wanted to be a bigger part of it and be the head coach. So, And, and I was noticing, looking at the list of coaches, you've got coaches who are head coaches at other, other schools. You've got assistant coaches at other schools. You've got coaches you've worked with in the past and present. So tell us a little bit about the coaching staff for the North team. Sure. So I did do that. We went and got a bunch of head coaches because it's a fun thing to get their kids out and get their kids out playing um, for us. And they're all friends. Um, the coaching community is pretty close and they're all people that have gone to camp with either Shorewood or I've known growing up or that coached me some sort of connection from back and everybody believes in the cause. The Cleats versus Cancer game is a much bigger meaning than the football itself. Um, of course we want to go out and perform and put on a great show for everybody that day but the, the Cleats versus Cancer is a very big deal for everybody. So who are some of the coaches that we would recognize that are on your staff? Uh, so I have Alex Broshkoff and Trey Ziegler who both coach for me at Shorewood uh, Tori Meyer from North Creek um, Joe Cronin is a head coach at at Archbishop Murphy, and then we have a slew of coaches from Seattle Prep and a few other schools. That was very cool. So let's go ahead and talk to some of these guys right now. I got the two QB1s right here that we got to watch this year, Luke and uh, and Blake also. Luke over at uh, Marysville Pilchuck High School. Talk a little bit about how you got involved in this game. When did, did you know there was a cleats versus cancer game, first of all, coming into the season? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I really got involved when uh, my when Rob sent my dad a text and he was like, is Luke nominated for this cleats versus cancer? My coach didn't really know about it, so he just sent, he just nominated me and then I'm here, I guess. So, Was it an easy decision for you? Obviously, we're in January. You guys are out of football season. Uh, was it something you had to think about or, yeah, I'm in, show me uh, where I need to sign? Uh, well, I was going to play basketball this year, but then I realized, you know, I get to play football one more time. So I was like, screw basketball, let's just get it over <laughs> with. Very cool. And then we've got Blake Springer, the uh, the quarterback from Monroe here as well. And Blake, kind of the same question I just asked Luke. Uh, is this a game you knew about? Is it, a, is it a game that was on your radar? And when did you decide you wanted to play? Yeah, I've known about this game pretty much since it started. Um, I've had some coaches that I've been present in my life that have coached here and uh, had players nominated. So I've known about it for a while, and I was excited to play for it. My coach told me he was going to nominate me like right as the nominations came out, so I was looking forward to it. Well, and we should point out, too, one of your former coaches, Michael Bumpus, was pretty tied into this game, still is, and uh, I've got to think that he kind of started the whole Monroe chain into this game. We've had quite a few Bearcats in this game over the years. Yeah, Bump has always done a great job getting kids in this game, and he's got me excited about it since I was a pretty small kid, so um, I was excited. Yeah. Have you attended the game in the past? Um, I haven't, but I've always wanted to. 
you're going to get two this time around. And then we've got, we've got Jake Reed over here from Glacier Peak High School. Jake, uh, kind of a fun experience for you, too. I mean, a lot of these guys out there, you don't even, you're walking into the gym today learning and meeting some of these guys for the first time. Kind of exciting for you? How are you feeling about this? Oh, yeah, I'm really excited to meet some new players and play with them. I mean, I've been competing with them for at least three years now, so it'll be fun to be on. Was this a game you knew about? Uh, yes, I knew about it last year. A few of my friends got into it. And then my coach had, like texted me out of the blue, just wanted to wanted me to play. Now, how did you, there's a process. You guys have to actually apply for it. Is it just a matter of filling out some paperwork and waiting to hear back? Or kind of maybe help us out a little bit. How do you find out if you're going to be playing in this game or not? Um, so my coach texted me like a list of stuff, like my height, weight, and stuff like that I had to send in. And then I just had to wait to see if I got on the list. And it was announced on like Twitter and Instagram. And here you are. You're ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, and then we've got a Reed Petrel over here. And Reed, I just asked you, your dad a minute ago about being able to coach up one more time. Talk a little bit about the experience because I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys during the season. Some of the other coaches I've had a chance to catch up with from time to time. For you to go through this process with your dad, and now your dad's coaching this team and you're playing on the team with him, how cool of an experience is this for you? Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it's been great uh, being a student athlete for my dad for the past three years, and it's great to go do it again. So, yeah. You're kind of a student of the game. I've seen you and your dad. At, at events before so do you I'm, I'm guessing you don't maybe know a lot of these guys personally and especially being down here in the shoreline area I'm guessing you followed some of these guys from time to time and know a little bit about who some of them are oh yeah definitely uh, uh me and shoemaker played on a baseball team which was uh, a couple years ago which is pretty fun and stuff but yeah I definitely know all, all the big names and stuff and it's great to have this much talent in one room and we'll go out and dominate it's gonna be fun getting a chance to catch up again oh yeah definitely it's, it's great now, Coach, I should ask you, who are some of the teams you're going to be or players you're going to be going up? Well, let me ask you this first. Your roster, we talked about some of the Wesco guys. It's not just Wesco football players on your team, correct? Correct. No, it's everybody. So it's a north end roster, but we have players from the Seattle Metro League, the Northwest Conference up north, Kinko. Uh, it's pretty much a pretty big area. So a lot of kids. I've got two quarterbacks standing in front of me here. They're not the only two quarterbacks on your roster. No, they're not. Um, but we only have one more, and that's Rex Larson from Anacortes, and he won the 2A state title this year. Um, I was going to say, to have three these three guys, one QB1, 2, and 3, or 1A, 1B, 1C, probably in an All-Star game, kind of a nice feature for you to have at your disposal. Yeah, it's a great feature to have. So playing time is um, obviously everybody's going to play a ton, and we'll try and get it pretty equal out. But we think we have two, three of the best quarterbacks playing for out of any of the four teams. We think we have three of the best. As a coach that's coaching an All-Star game, do you worry about trying to keep everything even and making sure everybody's getting the opportunities? So when we picked our team, we picked it um, with a too deep in mind so that we'd only have two levels so everybody get a lot of playing time, and that's kind of where we're at. So we think we'll do a pretty good job subbing in and out. Now, Luke, you and you and Blake know each other a little bit, correct? Yeah. So is it kind of fun for you to have one of these quarterbacks who you've, you've watched in, in years past, or maybe you guys have played against each other from time to time, and now you guys are teammates all of a sudden? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I met Blake at uh, ETA, 7-on-7, seven seven, so I Really got to know him there. Now, and Blake, for you, I mean, you're looking at an all-new receiving core, too. So, I mean, a lot, timing is everything with qu quarterbacks and receivers. Do you worry about that? You guys aren't going to get a lot of practice time together this week, only a couple of days. So is that something you're concerned about a little bit? Um, I'm not really worried about it. I'm able to pick up on these guys pretty well. And uh, I've thrown with Jesse and Jackson Lewis probably more than most of the kids on my high school team. So uh, <laughs> I'm not too worried about them, too, especially. Yeah, the two Lake Stevens twins are going to be on this team as well. Jake, what about you? A lot of new faces out here. Uh, from a blocking standpoint, obviously there are schemes that are involved in there and everything else and seeing that the guy on your right or your left might be somebody you've never seen before uh, is it going to be a little different for you to play this game um i think it'll be a little more challenging just like communicating with each other because we don't the whole line doesn't really know each other mm -hmm. we're all from different teams 
But yeah, we just got to learn how to communicate with each other and we'll do fine. Uh, and, and Reed, one of the challenges here is that we're in mid-January here. We're going to be in mid-January by next week. Some of you guys haven't played a football game since November. Obviously, uh, you haven't been at practices in, since November. The pads have been put away and everything else. Is it going to be a hard adjustment to, to get ready to go and ready to play a physical full football game for a, for a full game? Uh, yeah, I think that's just getting back to getting contact in and all that stuff is going to be difficult, but I'm pretty sure uh, we have a very educated and smart athletes here, and I'm pretty sure all of them have been working out throughout this time too because they're going to go play college football, you know. So I think we're going to pick it up pretty fast and get the feel of things. Okay, I'm going to do this on the fly here. Of the four of you, raise your hand if you don't know where you're going to college next year yet. So three of the four of you are still kind of undecided. Is this a chance, Jake, for you to kind of showcase yourself? Are you looking to maybe play football at the next level? Oh uh, Yes, I am looking to play football at the next level, and I'm excited to learn that – or I was excited to learn that college coaches were going to be there to watch. Definitely. Do you have something in mind in terms of where you might be looking to go? Or is it – when you're looking at schools, is it more about a fit? Is it more about location? What are you looking for in a school? Um, for me, it's probably more about, like, the culture of the school and, like, the, probably the location, be able to come back and visit my parents every now and then. And the two quarterbacks raised their hand here as well. So, Blake, for you, what does this game mean in terms of trying to showcase yourself a little bit? Uh, it's definitely good to have one last chance in high school to kind of showcase myself. Um, I have a few offers, and I'm kind of just looking to expand my uh, options. Okay, Luke, same question for you. Uh, there's going to be coaches out here watching you guys. A little nerve-wracking for you at the same time? Yeah, I'm just here to, you know, get my name out there, you know, for coaches to look at me and – yeah, let me find out. Reed, where are you going? You're the only one that didn't have your hand up. So where, where does next year taking you? Uh, yeah, I just uh, committed to the University of Whitworth yesterday. Just got the pirate flag hung up in my room. So it's uh, good to play high school football for one last time and kind of have the last feelings of it. So, yeah. He's doing some breaking news here with Reed Petchel from Shorewood. So congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've even uh, really said anything uh, social media-wise about it. I'm really excited about it. So, yeah. So we're breaking it on the radio right there. Also, I know you guys got to get back to practice. I'll keep this short. But in terms of uh, being able to play one last game in front of family and friends, I know one of the components of this game is we uh, talked to the director of the game just a few minutes ago. You guys do have to sell some tickets for this game. Any problem getting family and friends to come out and watch you play? Uh, no problem doing it. They all love watching me play football. And we should mention Glacier Peak. We, you got a few of your teammates out here, too. Who are you playing with out here this week? Uh, I'm playing with uh, Crispin Bosch, a running back, and Kyle Martin, who's our center last year. And I also have three or four different players on the other North team. Uh, Bradley Perman, Jackson Murphy, Isaiah Cuellar, and Ben Williams. Oh, they, they broke the G I hadn't seen the other roster yet, so they broke the GP team up a little bit. Are you guys going to stick around after your game to watch those guys at 4 o'clock? Oh, yeah, we'll definitely be watching. All right, very cool. Well, again, I know you guys have to run. Great talking with all of you. I know I've had a chance to watch all of you play this season. Congratulations on all your successes and to get to this game. Again, this wasn't an easy thing, and you guys were selected among many, who, some of which were turned away. So, uh, guys, congratulations on being here, and uh, best wishes moving forward. And, again, we want to remind everybody, 12 o'clock next Monday, 4 o'clock game right afterwards, Coach Petchel. Uh, and we're ready to go. This is exciting stuff for you guys. Yeah, we're ready to go. I, let me ask you one final question, too. In terms of what the next few days look like for these guys, are you guys have a practice next week? You do, it's Martin Luther King Day, so we should remind people, too. Monday, a lot of you may not have to work. Is it a full weekend of practicing next week? It is. We start, um, we kick back off on next Friday um, from 5 to 7.30 at Pop Kinney, and then we go Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 1.30, and then suit up, 12 o'clock game. We'll be ready for it. So, Coach Petchel, the rest of the guys, best wishes to you, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys at noon next week. Today's show brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest, Law Office of Russell and Hill, Chevrolet of Everett, Judd and Black Appliance, The Buzz In Steakhouse, Smoky Point Concrete, also by Marysville Toyota, Glass by Lund, Chuck Van Howling Legacy West Insurance in Allstate, 
Dave and Buster's, Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, and by Kia of Everton. Who did we have on the show tonight, Steve? On the show tonight, we had Edmonds native basketball legend Corey Kispert now plays for the Washington Wizards. Talked to him after his Kings jersey was retired just a couple weeks ago. Kings High School, that is. Yep. We then talked to a couple of high school basketball coaches locally. Eddie George from Shorecrest High School, Roger O'Neill from Meadowdale, both the boys coaches at their respective schools. And then we talked a little cleats versus cancer, the big football games that are coming up next Monday over at Popkini Stadium in Bothell. We talked to Jessica Sparks. She's the director of cleats versus cancer. And then we talked to one of the head coaches and four of the players, all locally from around here. Rob Petchel is going to be the head coach of the North team in the game that starts at noon. He's from Shorewood High School. His son, Reed, played for him at Shorewood and will also be playing in that game. And then we had a couple of quarterbacks and alignment from up north here. We had Luke Shoemaker from Marysville Pilchuck, Blake Springer from Monroe, and Jake Reed, the big fella from Glacier Peak High School. And we do want to remind everybody also, Tom, yep. that website, cleatsvscancer.com, for more information. Again, two great football games taking place Martin Luther King Day, a week from today, noon and 4 o'clock. Two games for the price of one. Food trucks will be over there. You'll get to see some of the best high school football players from around the region, so it should be a good time. That is next Monday. Tomorrow, we've got high school basketball here on the air. Our first girls' games of the year, it's the Arlington Eagles and the Archbishop Murphy Wildcats. Two good high school <laughs> girls' two basketball. very good high school That's basketball. Right. 7 o'clock live from Archbishop Murphy High School Gym. That's tomorrow night right here on KRKO. We're back with you next week. We'll be here on Martin Luther King Day. We'll be here that night, ready to go. That's Steve Willits. I'm Tom Lafferty. For Prep Sports Weekly, good night from Everett. KRKO Everett, K237GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO.
And the blowfish. I only want to be with you. K R K O.